Hey there, welcome to Beyond the Bikini podcast, where you can enhance your body and your mind. My name is Nicole Ferrier, exercise science grad, certified personal trainer, bikini competitor, and coach. On this podcast, you will learn more about my experience in the fitness industry, competing in bikini competitions, mental health, and how to gain more success in your own life in your fitness journey. So sit back, relax, or power through this cardio session and enjoy. Have you ever wanted to jumpstart your fitness goals, but you have no idea where to start? That's why I developed the Get Fit in Six Challenge. I started this challenge in 2019, ran a spring challenge as well, and it has been thriving and just like my clients who participate. What's the Get Fit in Six? It's a challenge where you are provided with customized macros, cardio recommendations, you get group support and a private Facebook community, a workout split that will keep you progressing and in the gym five times a week, and also a private check-in with me at week three with progressions to your plan. I developed the Get Fit in Six because I understand that not everybody has the availability to check in weekly or even the finances to do so. So let me ask you, are you ready to get fit? And if you are, check out the description. Try cast what this is, is I have my private Facebook live group going on. I have Instagram live going on. Um, and then I am recording it for my podcast. So Instagram, y'all can see all that going on and the laptop as well. I figured I would start doing my macro Mondays and trying to record the whole thing. I have some coffee as well. It is the evening and I am drinking coffee, but we can just have a little coffee, have a little chat. If y'all are having a beverage with me, go ahead and do the thumbs up emoji. But we are talking about a very important topic today. It's a little touchy for people to talk about this. Um, and that is dealing with feeling overly structured and lacking that flexibility and having anxiety around food. So if you feel like you've struggled with any of these things, let me know by doing, let's do, let's do an emoji. The one that goes like this. I like her. I like that emoji. Okay. So let me know if you've ever struggled with food anxiety or feeling overly structured by doing this emoji. So flexible dieting. What is it? That's tracking your macros. That is hitting your protein, carbs, and fats. That is utilizing my fitness pal. But, you know, with flexible dieting, yes, it's not a meal plan, um, but you should still be structuring your day to the 80-20 rule. That is 80% whole foods followed by um, 20% more processed foods, if you please. Now, if you want to get 100% of your intake from whole foods, so be it. Um, but there's a couple things I want you to ask yourself. And the big red flag thing I see of people who track macros is one, they feel really guilty and bad if they don't track them like bad as a person. Um, or two, they can't have a day where they don't track or three, they really feel uncomfortable with an untracked meal. Um, that's not really a good place to be. That's not the point of flexible dieting. Flexible dieting is supposed to teach you more about food, um, what is in your food and how that makes you feel. So I'm going to take a moment 
and say hello to some people who are logging on today because I see Carla's here, Courtney's here. Um, on Facebook Live, we have Lauren, Ricky Lee, Marianne, Maureen. Hi, Tiggy. What's up, Jesse? How are you guys doing? Again, if you guys have questions in regards to today's topic or if it's nutrition-based, feel free to ask me. That is why I'm here. All right, so do you feel like you're not flexible sometimes? I know I have before. I remember when I first started tracking macros and it was after a competition and I was told to like go out and enjoy myself. I felt weird about it. I was like, what do you, you mean I'm not like supposed to track at all or, um, what, like why, <laughs> why I like my structure. Why would I not track? And my thing there was I was nervous not to track because I felt like I would maybe lose control or I just wouldn't know what's in my food. And I really liked knowing what was always in my food. Um, but that's not the case. You know, there's going to be situations where you're out at a wedding, you're wanting to go on a date night, you're wanting to go on like a mini vacation trip and sorry, you're not going to be the one preparing your food and you're going to have to let go of some control and put that in someone else's hands. If you're someone who comes from a disordered eating past, this can be incredibly hard for you. That's something that I struggled with too. Whenever someone else prepped my food for me, I didn't trust them. I thought they were throwing other stuff in it. I thought they were trying to sabotage my diet. Um, it was not a good place to be with food. Whereas now, um, I can enjoy date nights. I can enjoy going out to dinner. I can enjoy someone else prepping my food for me and not freak out. And I think that's really important. So number one, first thing you need to ask yourself when you think your flexible diet or tracking macros isn't flexible anymore is you need to ask yourself, what is balance to you? And this is going to look different for everyone. So I'm going to ask you all right now, what is balance to you? Define what balance is for you. And nobody's right. Nobody's wrong. I just want to know your guys' feedback on that. I am standing today too. It looks like I'm sitting in my Facebook live, but I'm standing in the Instagram live. I'm not doing both. That'd be cool. Okay. So balance to me is going to look so variable to each and every person. If you're someone who comes from a very restrictive past, um, where you used to not even eat at an event, like you just wouldn't eat. If you're bringing some food in that is prepped for you, to me, that is a win. And that is a step towards a more balanced mindset of food. Um, now, granted, you might not be the person who is able to mentally participate with the food that is at like a cookout or a wedding um, because you're working on your relationship with food. But, you know, eating at an event compared to not eating anything at all, that is making a step in the right direction. Um, balance to me is the ability to know when you should be disciplined and know when you should pull back. Okay. I'm going to elaborate a little bit on that. Uh, for example, I am prepping for a bikini competition. So I am competing. Um, I'm actually competing this Friday at NPC universe. And I understand the importance of structure and discipline. Okay. I am tracking everything to the T. I track the almond milk I put in my coffee right now. I am tracking, um, like water. I am tracking everything. However, I understand that after my competition, I can have a meal out and I can celebrate a little bit and Saturday I'll be able to enjoy too. So I personally and mentally with my balance 
I don't need to pull out my scale if I decide to go out and get some sushi on Saturday night and enjoy myself and treat myself to celebrate a special event. Um, I don't feel guilty after doing that because to me, I understand the discipline. I understand when to have the control and structure, but I also understand when to let go and release it and realize that all of my progress isn't going to be made or lost in one day. Um, as long as I'm eating to a satisfied place and I'm not overly stuffing myself and eating out of a place of poverty and feeling like the food's going to go away and it's not going to be there, like that scarcity mindset with food, um, that is not a balanced place to be either. That's also why I don't believe in cheat meals is I think that that sets you up for a poor relationship with food. That's a poverty mindset to have with food versus saying, hey, I don't, it's not that I don't want the food, it's that I'm choosing not to have it. Okay, let's see. Oh, what's up, Paige? I love it whenever my clients log on for my lives. Yeah, so, Christina, I'm very disciplined. I like to say that I am very disciplined. Um, I stayed on my macros regardless of you know traveling and moving. Um, I don't let emotional things phase me. I just simply stick to the structure, which I'm a very structured person. That's what I get from my past as an athlete. Um, but again, too, I, I understand when to relax a little bit and to smell the roses and eat some ice cream and relax. It, that's very important to me. Um, one thing I think people struggle with, with flexible dieting is they feel like they are going to be judged, um, judgments from other people with tracking their macros or judgments from other people. If you are bringing Tupperware in with food to eat at an event, um, people just making comments. And the thing is, is that always goes back to balance. Like I get so frustrated whenever I hear people make comments towards my clients who might be bringing food into an event um, because they have certain fitness goals in mind or their fear of being judged. And the thing is, is, you know, that client's going from not eating anything at all to partaking a little bit and bringing their own food that they feel comfortable with. Now, is that like what the normal person is doing? No, but you have to celebrate their own personal small wins into finding that own balance for themselves. Um, other judgments too is, you know, if you choose to go out to eat, I'm, I just keep using weddings because I feel like everyone's getting married right now. But if you're at like a wedding and you're choosing to have um, some cake instead of some alcohol and someone wants to make judgments, you know, explain what balance means to you and for you to have that discipline and structure still, but also feel like you're not completely off the wagon, which there is no freaking wagon by the way, but to feel like you're not completely off the wagon, um, you might just choose to have the cake or choose to have the alcohol or choose to have a bunch of really fun looking appetizers, like whatever it is, but you have to define what balance means to you. Um, I just have no tolerance for judgments in fitness. I don't, I don't understand why people have to make remarks. Um, if you really have a good circle of friends, they will understand whatever it is you're doing as long as it's not hurting you. Um, if it's hurting you, then that's a little bit different. If they think something is hurting you, like if you're doing a bikini competition or just a bodybuilder in general, like, yes, what you're doing is not healthy for the short term. Um, getting to the stage is not super healthy. But explain to them what, what it is you're doing and how you're going to come out of that too if someone's concerned for you. It just all comes down to education and them not really having that clarity um, 
in place. And if you're tracking macros and they're like, oh, what the heck's a macro? Um, that's why I've created a lot of like IGTVs. That's why I have my own macro ebooks. Take that time to educate your friend or family member on what it is that you're doing. And guys, I've been doing this for five years of just like tracking and training. And I've been involved in fitness and working out for probably about 10 years now. And I still, to this day, get people making comments. I have a diploma hanging on my wall right now for exercise science. And I still have people telling me that I'm wrong or I don't know what I'm doing. People will always make comments. People will always have judgments and you just have to take it for a grain of salt. Um, I think I'm seeing some questions in the Instagram live. Ricky Lee said that finding that happy medium where you can enjoy yourself and keep your goals in mind. That's a really good definition of balance. And I really like that. Struggling to lose body fat. The first question that I would have for you is what are you doing in regards to your training and nutrition? Yes, guys, I just did a video with Paul that's on Paul's channel, um, Paul Arvella, on competing and should you compete. So that is now posted. Carla said, I've taken overnight oats with me to a bar, maybe too much control, but not caring about what other people commenting on it. Yeah, I mean, just do what makes you happy. If you don't like drinking, if you don't like bar food, if you don't like these things, why are you doing it to please other people? To me, again, with flexible dieting is you are choosing where you spend your macros. Um, you don't need to eat food to make other people happy. It is your body, it is your goals. You determine how important that is to you. You determine it through your actions and staying consistent too. Uh, Nicole said, currently working on relationship with food because I have struggled with it since I was 11. Yeah. You know, our relationship with food is developed at such a young age. Um, I developed my first eating disorder at the age of 14 and that was not fun. It happened before I knew it. I just started a diet and I thought that, you know, I would lose a couple pounds and it turned into this crazy food obsession where I created rules for myself. I created rules that anything that was over 100 calories is bad. I wasn't allowed to go out to eat. I wasn't allowed to enjoy food. I was a bad person if I ate. I created all these crazy rules um, that took over my mindset for so long. And then once I realized that, no, food is good. Food helps you stay strong. Food helps keep you alive and your metabolism running. And like you have this beautiful body and you get one and it deserves nourishment. It deserves fuel. And that's what I learned is that life is too short to not nourish this body of mine and to, I hate this quote, but live my best life. But for real, like you need to nourish yourself in order to live your life because living in a state of chronically being tired all the time and exhausted and hangry, that's not a good place to be. And like, even in my competition preps, like I'm never like, hating the process. I'm never like exhausted, which when I struggled with an eating disorder, I was eating way less than I was in a competition prep. It was, I'm not even going to share what I was eating, but it was not a good place to be. And I was not happy. But again, you have to be sick and tired of being sick and tired to get over something like that too. Um, and food is not the enemy either. We create these moral tie-ins to food that, oh, if you eat vegan, you're such a good person. Or, oh, if you don't eat carbs. Wow. So much discipline. You're great. You're, you're amazing. Like why, like why are we creating good and bad with you as a person? Um, 
in correlation with food. There's no connection there because I could take something like alcohol and say, oh, you drink alcohol, you're a bad person. Or I could say, oh, you drink alcohol, you must be fun and like know how to have a good time. You can take anything and say that like carbs. Oh my gosh. Like she can eat so many carbs. Like that's, she must be an athlete. Like she must have so much energy. Like, or I could take carbs and say, my gosh, like all she eats is carbs. Like such a bad person. Just watch your language around food. It's not anything connected with your morale as a person. Okay. I think I'm getting more questions on the Instagram. Um, I just released an email on how to calculate your macros, but one big thing that you'll need to know is just where your BMR is. So that is your basal metabolic rate. Okay. Alrighty. So again, guys, if you have questions with the training and nutrition, feel free to ask them here. So <laughs> I, I like this question. Um, how should I genuinely pick up a woman if I'm interested? Okay, we could talk some dating. If you guys are wanting to talk to someone at the gym, I just recommend that you compliment them, um, compliment their outfit or compliment their form. Guys, it's an easy compliment to a girl is like saying that you like her shoes or, you know, just asking her like how her day is or like what... Like, what are you working on? You know, just have a normal freaking conversation with a girl. Like, it doesn't have to lead immediately into a date. So don't expect a date. Expect, like, a friendship first. And it can develop into a love interest if that's the route it decides to go. But, you know, just short conversations. And if she seems really intense and serious in her workout, you know, maybe one, she has RBF. So I have RBF. That's resting bitch face. <laughs> um, and I struggle with that. But not not everyone is mean. <laughs> so keep that in mind too. I, I just am a very serious and stern person. Um, don't be shy. Being confident and being confident in who you are and holding your head up high and approaching someone and talking to them will go far, uh, go far away. We'll go a long way, I should say. Okay. Um, why do you guys have food anxiety? I'm going to ask you guys that question because I know I've struggled with food anxiety. So I usually think it's tied to one thing, but I want you guys to tell me. Tell me a little bit more about your relationship with food and anxiety. <laughs> to use like, I have RBF major. Yeah, it's not the best, but it is what it is. Okay, so with food anxiety, again, that is tied into extreme. So anxiety is... Um, correlated to like false things that haven't happened yet. So for example, if you have anxiety for a test, it's usually because you're scared that you are going to fail the test, even though you haven't even taken it or prepared yet for it or studied it. Um, or let's say you have anxiety at a job interview. And the reason why you have that anxiety is because you feel like you're not even going to get the job. You're thinking of the worst circumstance possible. So in regards to food anxiety, if you have goals in regards to losing weight, a lot of times when you eat foods that aren't in you know, the highest amount of nutrients and um, 
vitamins, minerals, they're not the most macro-friendly options for you, we immediately go to the worst case scenario, whereas I eat a piece of cake, oh my gosh, I'm going to gain a bunch of fat, I'm not going to progress towards my goals. Or let's say you have like an injury and you have to take like a day or two off from the gym or even a week. Immediately you go to, oh my gosh, like I'm resting so much. I'm going to have to, you know, work even harder when I get back. I'm going to lose all my progress. You go to extremes and that's what food anxiety is. You aren't thinking rationally with food. You're going too fast into it. So instead of letting that I call it the crazy voice or like the little devil on your shoulder that like when you eat the piece of cake, it's like, oh my gosh, you're a bad person. You're going to get fat. No, 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 no. You're not. You have to rationalize that to your little devil. So I always tell myself that one piece of cake or like one donut or one cookie or a bag of chips is not going to make you fat. Just like one salad is not going to make you thin. Isn't it funny whenever we do something right for our goals, like, you know, make a healthier choice or go to the gym. We never seem to have this like angel voice that says, oh my gosh, you did such a good job. You're progressing towards your goals. You're going to reach your goals. You're amazing. Why is it that we know we don't have that angel voice? <laughs> we only focus on the negative with a little choice. But when we make a little choice in the positive direction where we are hitting the gym or we do make a better choice when it comes to our food choices. We never have the angel talk, have your freaking angel talk for you. That's why I have my clients celebrate small wins for me because too often I find that we focus on everything we do wrong instead of focusing on everything that we're doing right. You have to focus on what you're doing right. You have to focus on making small progress, small wins. Those add up. You're not going to be perfect. I want you guys to have an angel voice and not your devil voice. So when it comes to food anxiety, that is tied into fear, tied into not progressing you towards the direction you want to go in the worst case scenario. So you need to kind of flip-flop that on its head um, and rationalize it. So if you feel like that piece of cake is going to make you fat, realize that there's not even enough calories for that cake to even equal probably half a pound of fat. Um you're taking it to extremes. You have to rationalize it. If your weight is up on the scale, okay, are you sore? Are you getting your period? Did you not sleep well? Did you not drink enough water the day prior? Did you eat too much sodium? Rationalize it. Talk yourself through it, okay? That's what I have my clients do too. Um, if you either eat too much or too little, how can you fix it? You need to start tracking. Um, that would be the, my biggest advice for you is you need to start tracking, um, to figure out where your calories are at. And I always listen to the satiety scale that I made. Well, I, it's in my head. I need to create an infographic on it, but one to 10, one being, um, completely deprived, super hungry and 10 being overly stuffed. I like to eat at roughly seven to eight. And if you're eating to that place, for the most part, your weight should regulate out. So if you're not able to track Nicole, if the numbers get to your head a little bit. Okay. Reading more questions. I feel like people judge me, especially in the dating world with RBF. Yeah. It's okay though. 
Um, Carla, elaborate on that. She said, bored too much time between meals. It's hard to find someone who takes fitness seriously and accepts my love for health and fitness world. Um, it's not that you haven't found them. You just haven't found them yet. And the thing with um, finding a partner is you should probably look for a place that you go to a lot. So if you like to go to the gym, that would be a good place to find a partner. Um, you wouldn't want to find someone that is at the bar if you don't like drinking. You wouldn't want to find someone who does hockey if you hate hockey. Like you wouldn't want to go to like a nice skating rink. Who goes to ice skating rinks? What am I even talking about? But <laughs> what I'm saying is you want to find someone who is doing what you're doing. If you like working out of a Starbucks and you like coffee, maybe find someone there. Um, that would be my best advice for you. And it takes time. You know, just because you haven't found someone, it, it just means you haven't found someone yet. And you don't need another person to define you. <laughs> the angel voice. Okay. All right. So I think that's just about everything I wanted to cover in today's Macro Monday. So I'm going to review everything we chatted about today. Again, guys, if you have questions, feel free to ask them. Um, but when is flexible dieting not flexible? I would say when that is not in alignment of your definition of balance. Again, everybody's definition of balance is different. Um, flexible dieting, I look at it like the 80-20. You know when to be disciplined, but you also can appreciate times when discipline doesn't need to be there as much. So if you're a competitor, you know, you can have that discipline and structure during your prep, but when it comes to the post-show treats or the meal, um, you're able to kind of relax and enjoy that as well. Or if you're someone who is, you know, really structured throughout the week, or it's been weeks on end, you've been getting ready for a vacation, you get to the vacation or event, and you're able to relax a little bit and be mindful, but also enjoy a drink here and there. Um, honor your hunger and satiety and eat to seven to eight and not overly stuff yourself. That to me is balance and moving in the right direction. Everybody's version of balance is going to look different for them depending on where they are in their own fitness journey. But I truly believe that balance is knowing when to have structure and having that structure in place, but also knowing when to kind of pull back and live in the moment and enjoy it. Um, going out to eat, you're going to have to let go of control. Uh, you can't always be in control of the time and you can't always be perfect. That's something where you're just going to have to take a deep breath and relax. Okay. One meal will not make you fat. Just like one meal will not make you skinny. It, one day will not make or break you. That is tied into control and your anxiety around food as well. So that's when you need to stop listening to your devil so much and start listening to your angel. Start pumping yourself up. Did you hit the gym consistently that week? Have you been tracking each and every day? Are you um, incorporating more vegetables into your diet? These are all wins, 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 wins that are pushing you further, but you're not listening to your angel enough. You're only listening to the side that says you're doing everything wrong. Nobody is perfect at all. And when you're starting a fitness journey, you are not perfect. And that is okay. You have to let go of that, let go of that control, let go of that perfection. It's going to be a journey. There's going to be highs and lows. You're going to make mistakes, but it's about sticking with it consistently being patient with yourself, which that's the hardest thing that we all struggle with, being patient with yourself, and you will start progressing. Um, and the last thing too is with, you know, 
flexible dieting, not being flexible, people will face judgments, judgments from loved ones or friends. And not everybody needs to understand your goals. But again, if you aren't hurting yourself, which if it's health and fitness related, that's supposed to enhance your life. If you're not hurting yourself, if it's something that makes you happy, your friends and family should be happy for you and want to support you and your goals. So again, with the judgments, I would recommend that you educate them on what you're doing and why it makes you happy, uh, what macros are, if they don't know what macros are, why you're going to the gym. You know, people can have their beliefs around you if they want. You know, I've always heard the, you're already skinny, why are you working out? Or I don't know, like this donut's not going to make you fat. One drink's not going to ruin all your progress. It's not about that for me. It's about where I want to indulge. Um, if I want to work out, I'm working out because it makes me feel good. I can't explain myself to them, but they don't need to understand my goals. I just need to understand them and their words aren't going to affect me. It's what I need to do. And a lot of times too, it just comes out of jealousy guys, to be honest, people are really jealous and, um, they want to have structure and discipline and they're seeking that and they're trying to tear you down to bring you to their level. So it's kind of dark. But that is kind of the truth there. But I hope that this Macro Monday was helpful for you guys. I wanted to let you all know about the Get Fit in Six Summer 2.0 Challenge that is now open for enrollment. And you guys can get more information by checking out the link in my Instagram bio. It is just $95 for the six weeks. You are getting customized macros. You're getting a set weight training split with progressions in there. You're getting access into my private Facebook community as well. A private check-in with me where you're getting changes to your macros and cardio to keep you progressing over the challenge. So week three, you'll get those changes and you will continue to progress. And then you're getting a bunch of guides. You're getting to learn how to track macros, how to create your own meal plan from your macros. You're getting meal ideas. You're getting private lives with me in my Facebook group. All of this is in the challenge. It's a great way to jumpstart your fitness goals. If you're wanting a little bit more structure and accountability, I recommend you check out my one-on-one coaching. Um, And then in regards to supplementation, I've been getting a lot of questions there too. I do use Bomer Nutrition. You guys can find that link in my Instagram bio as well. Again, if you weren't able to hang out with me throughout this whole live, this will be posted on Beyond Bikini Radio. If you're not wanting to actually watch the video, you're just wanting to listen to the audio, um, that is found in my, again, my Instagram bio or on Beyond Bikini Radio on iTunes. But thank you all so much for hanging out with me. I hope you all have a wonderful Monday and take a deep breath. You know, fitness is supposed to enhance your life. Flexible dieting isn't supposed to be overly controlled. Find your balance. Think of what balance means to you. Define that for yourself and let's go conquer it. Have a great week, everyone. Bye, Instagram.